my aspiration in life would be to be happy. To be bold and fearless. To be well and fierce. This is the Pursuit of Becoming podcast, a space for ambitious women. She's on the journey to becoming the woman she wants to be while nurturing who she is on the inside. I am DeJanae, your host. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Becoming podcast. In this episode, I'm going to walk you through this major life-changing shift that I was able to have that was created about a month ago now, and I've just been taking the time and leaving the space to really integrate and take root, right? To create this new neural pathway because, you know, it's so important and I believe to create space for new things, new things that you learn, new things that you understand and pick up for it to be fully integrated for you to allow the space for that to happen. So that's been the case. I'm going to talk about how I was able to connect the dots from me having a conversation about my relationship with sales as a business owner. So selling my service and perfectionism. And yeah, so that's what I'm going to talk about today. So first, I want to start off by giving you the definition of perfectionism really, really briefly. So I go by the definition that uh, I learned from Brene Brown's book, The Gift of Imperfection. And she says that perfectionism, number one, is born out of shame And shame, of course, is rooted in fear. Perfectionism is the fear of being shamed, judged, or blamed. And so you are using perfectionism, which is the the act of being perfect, living perfect, showing yourself, presenting yourself as perfect in order to avoid that shame, judgment, and blame, and to be accepted and have the approval of others. So it's never about you yourself. It's always about how are others going to perceive you, okay? So with that being said, let me walk you through my journey here. So when I think about the definition of perfectionism, first off, I want to say that for me, I never really felt like I needed to live perfect and be perfect, right? I didn't, I never felt that way. I did, however, have a um, standard of excellence where I, that's what I strived for. But the part of the definition of perfectionism that made me realize that I was still operating as a perfectionist is the part where it says perfectionism is rooted in shame and perfectionism is based off of wanting to be accepted and having the approval of others 
in order to avoid the feeling of shame, feeling shame, being shamed, avoiding being blamed, and avoiding judgment. That is the part of the definition that really hit me because of this thing. I went on a consultation call with a coach, a business coach who specialized in helping coaches with sales and healing their relationship with sales to become a better entrepreneur in order to book coaching clients. On this call, she asked me some really powerful questions as it pertains to my relationship with sales. The question that kicked it all off was, when did it become unsafe for you to be yourself? And that was a very striking question. A question that I had never quite asked myself before. I had never quite thought about, you know, my relationship with myself in that term. You know, not feeling safe to be who I am. Not feeling, you know, worthy. Not feeling like who I am is enough, basically. And the fact that I am believing that I can't be who I am. I can't be myself. I have to be this exaggerated, extra, over-the-top type of person. And when I say exaggerated or over-the-top, I don't mean flamboyant. I don't mean larger than life. I simply mean I can't be authentic. I can't be human. I can't just be who I am. So when I thought about this question that the coach asked me, It really came out like a day later and um, a couple days later, I started back with my reading habit that I was mentioning earlier and I was reading The Gifts of Imperfection. And when Brene started to talk about perfectionism, that's when the dots really began to connect in my mind with the conversation that I had in a consultation call with the business coach and what perfectionism was being laid out to me to be in this book. It like the dots were just like, do, 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 like, <laughs> you know, the dots were just connecting. Right. And what I here, here, here is the big picture of the, the connections that I was able to make. I was able to realize that it wasn't that I felt unsafe in a general sense. I felt unsafe, particularly online and on social media. And that part came out during the consultation call, the part about me not feeling comfortable online in the online space, especially and particularly as an entrepreneur. I did not feel okay at all. I felt very insecure. I felt 
a lot of imposter syndrome. My confidence was always wavering. Um, I just, I didn't feel good enough. And that was really, like when you think about it, a very normal and natural feeling because here I am, a new entrepreneur, putting out this product or this service for the very first time and me just going through the journey of entrepreneurship as a newbie, right? Having no guidance, having no mentorship and really just learning it and figuring it out on my own, going through all of the learning curves of what it is to be an entrepreneur and to be successful in the online space. And so I was just coming up against all of the shame gremlins, right? That's what Brene Brown calls calls them in her book, Shame Gremlins. That is when I knew that the perfectionism thing was what I was experiencing. Because Brene Brown says that when you feel shame, Uh, You react in a couple of ways. And the way that I identify with was that my reaction is to hide and retreat. You also, you don't talk about the shame that you feel. You don't talk about the experience that led to you feeling shame. You don't talk about it. And And wherever shame is being covered up, hidden, held in secrecy, that's where it grows and it festers and it feels awful to the person holding on to the shame. And that's where I was. That's where I was as an entrepreneur, right? There's also from there me realizing, wow, or how many other things was I holding on, holding on to shame about? Now that was deep and that's a whole nother conversation. But <laughs> When it comes to my identity as an entrepreneur and my relationship with sales and marketing and being able to convert clients, I could not, I was having a difficult time showing up for myself. So I really couldn't show up for my business and I couldn't show up for my ideal clients because I was living in fear of shame, judgment, and blame for not being perfect as an entrepreneur, for not showing, for me not feeling like I was able to show up online successful already. Successful in my first launch, successful presenting my first product and my first service, (laughs) there was a quote post uh, like a meme or whatever on Instagram a couple years back and it really hit the spot it like really hit the nail on the head and she said "Um, you are not afraid of I said like I said it was a couple years ago so let me try to remember what the quote was and it's a paraphrase it says something like, you aren't afraid of being such and such, like being a new entrepreneur. You're afraid of showing up small. You're afraid of showing up, like starting off small. And that was the truth of the matter. 
right? I was, <laughs> I was having like this false fear. And the, the fear was, I am not a successful entrepreneur. It was false because why do I have an expectation for myself to be this six-figure launch coach? Or at the time I was selling subscription boxes. Why do I feel like I need to be a six-figure earner, right? Have a six-figure launch. And this is my first year in business. (laughs) What? But it was real. And, of course, I didn't expect myself to be at a six-figure mark. That was just an example. But I definitely felt the pressure to show that I was having success as an entrepreneur. And when I was not able to produce the social proof, right, in terms of a following size, in terms of, um, individuals responding to the launch um, in terms of people actually making a purchase, people actually supporting, which I did have a core group of fans and supporters just off the internet, like just off of following my page, coming across it, enjoying the content, which always feels great. Because I didn't have the so the type of social proof or the numbers, the quantity that norm, you know normally people will rate as okay, this is good. This is like okay, put having that stamp of approval. I felt less than. I didn't feel like enough, and that came you know that came back to me in the present day when I started again as a coach and so that's why the conversation that I had with the business coach who focused on sales and marketing was so profound and impactful for me it was just really it was really life-changing because once I was able to really get to the deep-rooted issue which was my relationship showing up online has been damaged. Then, and this is why, then I was able to to look at it. Like once you are able to just identify the root of the cause, then you can look at that thing and heal it. That's when you can start to heal it. And that's exactly what I was able to do. So the me that can show up online, like show my face on my Instagram stories, go live, um, be myself, I can do that now because of the conversation and the consultation that I had with this coach. I mean, it was really the consultation call that helped me to unravel the insecurity and the imposter syndrome and the perfectionism that came from fear of shame that I carried with me. It was in that one conversation that all of that pretty much just unraveled. Like she helped me to (laughs) take the pin out of that shame. And once you take the pin out, like 
just imagine everything else unraveling. That's what was able to happen for me because of that conversation, because of the follow-up questions and the digging deeper that she made me do, um, that she guided me into doing and supported me into, you know, being able to do, to get to that place, to get to where I needed to be. And it, again, it was just one of the most impactful things that I've experienced so far this year. I mean, and that's the God honest truth. And I'm so thankful and grateful for that consultation, for that conversation. And again, in addition to having read uh, the Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown that helped to just connect the dots. Um, and so all those those things, those two things really worked in tangent to help me to get to this place where I am right now, having uncovered the roots of my perfectionism and um, took out the pen of the the piece that was holding this false narrative for myself altogether. It was hard work to do in the moment, but it uh, was definitely well worth it for sure.